Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, this week we talk about why you should be writing to help build your brand and content. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a brand and business to thrive tomorrow. Join me each week as I bring you marketing thought leaders on Mondays, and I dive deep on strategy on Wednesdays, just like today. And on Fridays, I go a little bit more behind the scenes and give you a more personal take on what's going on in the marketing landscape. If you are tuning in for the first time, make sure to go to brandonbrands.com to check out all my latest content, whether it's this podcast and episodes coming out there or it's the blog content I put out, or it's my new show, Brand Growth Live, which is active on Facebook, and you can find it there on the website. Today, my focus, the thing I want to talk to you guys about, is writing and why you should be writing to help build your brand. You know, one of the questions I get all the time is, how do we create consistent content for our business? And that typically comes from the place where people are trying to keep up with social media, they're trying to post more regularly, and they're trying to have a, a presence and that gives them more followers, more penetration into the market, more customers that see what they're doing so that they can ideally bring in more leads, right? Now, the reason I say no matter what you're doing, whether it's a business that's just getting started or a business that's been around for a long time or it's your personal brand or even you're just getting started in your career or trying to grow your career. No matter what, writing I think is essential in all of these places. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. One of my favorite things about writing specifically is that it helps you find your voice. And this could be writing, and I say writing, but that could also be done with recording or with video. But honestly, writing is one of the easier places to start putting your ideas down in an organic way. Because when you are doing something like this, where you're speaking on a podcast, you're recording video, uh, it's easy to get lost. What I mean is train of thought sometimes can go off in a lot of directions, right? But when you are writing, it's easier to stay on point and to think in terms of categories and buckets and to keep your thoughts more concise and more to the point and, and to start and finish points and stories along the way. And having a structured writing and, and outlines and categories and themes is something we've been trained to do through our schooling and things like that. So it's it's a comfortable place for us to work. As long as you can get past this the problem that people get into, which is the the barrier of writing something because you want it to be perfect or because you want it to be structured in a way that sounds great, or you want to support it with research, or you want to dive really deep. Those things take a long time to do. But the opinion part of it, the perspective part of it, all that can start much sooner. 
And that is what I want to encourage people to do right away is to start finding their voice and perspective and putting it into practice through writing. And that is what's going to help you get started, build your brand, whether it's your personal brand, your business brand. It helps you start to have a place in the market that's you, that's unique to you and unique to your business. Now, even for a business, you're like, well, what do we talk about? That's our perspective. If we're like a, a, a storefront or a retail business, or whatever it is, everyone has something they can be talking about. It could be your perspective about the things that are new and trendy and cool in your marketplace. It could be the talking about your products. It could just be talking about the things that you know your customers are into that are important to them right now, that are topical, that align with the things that may or may not have anything to do with what you actually sell. They just, you, you are a place in culture. You know, they have some funny examples, like the reason there's a Guinness book of world records uh, is because Guinness, you know, realized that they started playing, that people were playing a lot of trivia within bars. And if they could create a resource for people that inform trivia, like a, a book of world records, they would be top of mind in these bars. And I may have got that story kind of mixed up, but things like that are a way to kind of get into culture, even though you, the thing, the idea, the, the content you're creating doesn't have exactly something to do with your product. I, the idea of creating something that brings you into a, a piece of the culture that taps into the communities that, that are supporting your products uh, is a key foundation. So that's the first thing is to, to make sure you are starting to write so that you can find your voice, find your perspective and start to carve out a place in the community uh, that, that supports them, that contributes to them and that creates a relationship, right? Let's keep going down the rabbit hole here on you should be writing, right? So another thing that's, that's, that becomes part and parcel to this becoming effective is that you can sit there and help your customers solve their problems by writing those solutions out, whether it's step-by-step tutorials or it's quick how-tos or it's some type of answer to questions you get all the time or it's demonstrations of some of the things that people could be doing themselves that you know are the problems that you solve also or that are lead-ins to them needing someone like you. Whatever that thing is, Every business has some kind of how-to or tutorial or some kind of tips or some kind of problem that they can solve for their customers. And they can do that with content and tutorials. And the best part about those things is, A, once you build those things and you put them on your website, in a blog, uh, in a place that is findable, those kinds of things become discoverable. And I do think it's important that people realize you have to put those in the right places that are searchable. What people often do is they create these amazing uh, pieces of content and then they put them into places like Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram. I've seen some amazing Instagram comments that are beautiful blog posts that are, are on Instagram instead of on a blog. And what's sad about that is it's amazing effort that is fleeting. It's the kind of thing that doesn't help you long-term. It helps you short-term. And I think you should be doing it, but it should be leading you somewhere. And that same content should be living somewhere that lives on forever and is searchable. And I think that's the piece that a lot of people are missing, especially when they are starting out, is you need to be creating this content so that it's discoverable. And that means 
writing something and putting it into a blog, a website, or something like that, that is searchable, that eventually over time, the opportunity to find it continues to exist. So uh, a blog, for example, what's funny is many, maybe more people will see you on social media and not go to your blog, but over time, as you can, you can continue to post different ideas and comments and then continue to direct people to your blog that will create uh, a place that's like a hub for this content, but also that content, as you create more and more and more, so you have new ideas, new how-tos, new stories, those all add up in one place. And as you do more and more and more, the tools out there, such as Google, that are where people are going to search for content, start to recognize you as someone uh, that is an authority within that space and starts to promote your content for you. And it's one of those only kind of rare places where the more you do, the more you get found. And even if you didn't get found right away, it, it adds up over time. Whereas some of these social media uh, places where you're posting content, if you don't get found right away and you catch the, uh, the the trend or doesn't see that things are starting to pick up, it won't show your stuff to other people. So there is some some way to have these things tie together, but you have to realize that when you're writing this this amazing content, you need to put it in a place that will work for you over time that is searchable. The other thing is some of this content can be, become the kind of thing that helps you generate leads, either because you're building content that you can then, when people meet you, give to them and say, hey, by the way, I know you have you know questions about this. I just, I wrote a, a blog on, on this that helps you solve this problem. It, it takes you step-by-step step through how to do it so that I don't have to you know sit here and walk you through it. You can just download it and read it real quick. I've done it for you. I've done all the work or you don't have to go searching for it. It's right here. So you have pieces of valuable information that you could be handing out as people meet you, or you could be actively seeking out communities, asking these questions and be posting, hey, I actually have an answer to that. Just go here, check it out. So you'll have a place that you can continually resource for people to who are looking for the answers to these problems. So it becomes a great place to do that. It's extra value, but also it's the kind of thing you can promote as a the, the kind of thing that people see first to get that information. They need to download it via an email and you trade their, you know, that valuable information for an email becomes how you start to build your list and build your contact information for people that in the future, as you deliver value over and over and over again, eventually may want to buy from you. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is what I think people don't realize is that the, one of the main reasons you should be writing is it's, it's a great catalyst for content creation. People keep asking, how do I create content consistently? Well, part of it is you need to be able to create this coherent thought process like we talked about and then put it onto other platforms. And I've heard people say it the other way around, right? They'll say, you know, shoot a video first. And then from that video, you can pull the script of it and create a blog post from it. And then you can rip the audio from it and make a podcast from it. And then you can cut smaller clips down and make uh, like shorter clips of it, little, you know, insightful videos. And you can do that. And I do some of that and that's great. But here's the thing they don't talk about is when you create that very first video, what are you basing it on? Are you just coming off the top of your head? How are you going to do the research and have it all there in your head, ready to go to talk about it for 30 minutes straight? Now, you know, interviews are easier, right? Because you're, you're asking questions and getting answers, but that's more of a conversation. But when you're doing, you know, straight to the mic conversation, you need to have something to pull from. And I'll tell you what, having 
done this on both sides and tried both ways, what's been way easier for me is to write something first, write a full, you know, blog that is categorized, that has, you know, the, my concepts and ideas that are in my head out on paper. And then once I've done that and I've already, you know, written in a way where there are themes, there's a beginning, there's an end, and there's like a list of the things I want to cover, then I can repurpose that into a another format like a video or a podcast. And what's interesting about that is I don't have to then word for word read what I wrote. I, you know, I, I've tried that. You know what? Guess what? It's not that interesting or exciting. But what I can do is say, you know what? I know what those concepts are. Now that I've written it out, I know that there's three, four or five concepts that I really want to convey and I'll have them in list format. And now, because I've already done the work and research and I've written my perspective, it's in my head so that when I am going through my list and I'm doing it live on a video or in a podcast, I can then say, okay, these are the things. And I can just go from my head, those go through those things and I stay on track, right? So it is a catalyst for content because now that I've written it, I have that theory or those ideas in my head. And now I've already written it. I can now go and record a podcast, shoot a video, and I'll actually sound coherent in my thought process, right? And then I could pull that back out. And guess what? I'll have two written forms of content. I'll have the original theoretical piece that's written really well. And then I'll have, I can also have the dialogue from a podcast pulled from, from there. And I'll have, so I'll have two versions of it in different formats or ways. And that's fine. And you could figure out how you post those or whatever. And one can be like with a clip and, you know, and then supported by content or whatever it is, but you are, you're creating a catalyst for other pieces of content. And then I can go on a Facebook live and riff on it again, but in conversation with other people. And then I can go and post something on Instagram that pulls from that and then refers to it. But again, it's more creating within the environments uh, in an organic way that suits the environments better. So that's something that I think people are missing is you can't always just pull organic audio from uh, an impromptu speech because that speech may not have been prepared very well. And then also when people read something, the way they listen to you talk doesn't, uh, doesn't always translate well to something being written because when we're talking, we stutter or we change our sentence mid-sentence or we cut off the things that we were going to say because we change our mind on how we want to say it. And that, that talking organically when you're listening to someone is fine because you you listen like that. It's very human. But when you're reading it, it throws you off. Uh, and I know this because I've created transcripts from my podcasts and sometimes it jumps around and you have to edit out the things that are, you know, the the place where you are figuring out your thought. And as you're coming to that thought and figuring out how to say it in an organic way, the ears are, are fine to hear that. But when you're reading it, you're like, what is, why am I reading this part of it? Like, I don't want to read you you coming to your conclusions, you know, and stuttering through it. I want you, I want to just read the point. So I think that's the piece that people miss is how big of a catalyst this can be for creating that content that you keep thinking about. And then you can repurpose it and recycle it and reuse it and create things that are themed for different times of year. There's a whole strategy for that. And if you guys ever want to dive into uh, how to kind of figure out a more consistent plan for creating content, I do dive into that. That's one of my VIP day themes. If you guys want to do some more con consistent content creation, uh, go to my website, go to brandonbrands.com forward slash apply, pick VIP day. And that's something we can work on together. And that's neither here nor there, but sometimes you need tools. You need to figure out how do you calendar things out? How do you create ideas around content? 
How do you set up a structure for doing it more consistently? How do you divvy up, you know, one piece of content that you create one time in a month and make, you know, 30, 40, 50 pieces of content out of that one piece of work? And then how do you promote it in a way that doesn't take you all day, every day? Those kind of things are just, they're, they're more tactical, they're more strategic. They're not the kind of things we can get into today, but I do think it's super important that we're all out there writing, creating, and telling our story. And that's what I hope you take from today is to get started. Even if you don't have a business, the idea of writing to find your voice, your perspective was huge for me. I know it'll be huge for you too. And I hope that gets you inspired to start figuring out how you can get out there and write. And I guarantee if you just sit down and just get some of the things in your head that you were thinking about, whenever it comes to you, just get it out on paper. I like to think that it's, there's not always a perfect time to write. It's just more of a, as you're getting ideas, write them down. And then when you do get time to go back to those ideas, pull them and finish that thought out that you were having, it'll feel more organic. Don't worry about how you write it perfectly or how to say it or whatever it is. Just get it out there, out of you into the paper or the, you know, the universe, if you will, so that you can start to do this more organically and train your body to pull these ideas out and get them on paper. That I think will get you started. And, you know, it'll be, I think, a little bit more creative, a little more fun for you out there and, you know, creating this content. It won't be such a task. It'll be something you're actually interested in and looking forward to. So I hope that helps you. I hope that is something that excites you. And I hope you come away from this thinking, yeah, I should be writing. This is something that can help my business. Maybe it's something I can outsource in the future, but I need to figure out how to do a little bit of it if I'm an entrepreneur and I'm getting started and I'm you know, figuring out my first marketing strategy, or there's someone in on my team that I need to get going on this for the first time. This is how you should be thinking about it. So I hope that helps. That's it for, for you today. I hope you appreciated it. If you did go to the podcast on iTunes, if that's where you're listening and leave me a review, I do appreciate that. It is something that helps drive growth for this podcast, uh, a review, a written review with a star rating and you know, give your honest feedback. And I appreciate that. That really helps us grow. So that's it for you today. And thank you. And listen to us every week, three times a week and keep building those brands. And I look forward to hearing your stories. Talk soon. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.